So I looked up at FIFA. I'm like, what the hell, FIFA? How how, how you do this? Yeah, he's definitely from Cleveland. How do how, how do you what, nigga? You been you've been making this list for over two weeks, and you didn't think to check that. Yeah, I think would have been better off playing yeah, giving you some shit. He must have wanted to play the Earl Prongs and Tic Tac too. You feel me? We in this bitch. You know what I mean? I'll be your co-host, Saquon the Don, Wonton mm-hmm. Quan, mm-hmm. Genghis Quan, mm-hmm. Kwanzaa Washington. All of those. You know what I'm saying? The overweight lover. You know what I'm saying? The obese hugger. You know what I'm saying? Two days after the same birthday as young thugger thugger. Yeah. You feel me? I'm out here. The piss you know chugger. I mean? Whoa, ski. What? Whoa there. Yo, yo be Whoa there. chugging the piss. You don't do that? I ain't never chugged no piss. Oh. You know what I'm saying? I ain't off that kind of yet. You know what I mean? Butt smuggler. The butt smuggler. That's I'm a boofer now? That's what I'm doing? That's what I am. I'm one of them niggas? Just mm. on some shit. You want some shit, Patch. That's some, that's some, that's some different shit today. But yeah, we be the hold it down boys. You know yep. what I'm saying? My co-host over here, young disrespectful. You know what it is. It's the unstoppable bloodbath. Back at it again. You already heard from my co-host, Quano Glover himself. Well, yeah, this is the whole down podcast. We talk hip hop and battle rap culture as a whole. Uh, this is our second take. I'll be clear. I forgot to press record the first time, so I fucked around and fucked around. Happens to the best of us, man. You yeah, and I'll be the last person to judge because I definitely am king fuck up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying from time to time. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But at least we didn't go like mad long. Nah, we ain't even getting to none of the real topics, so it's fine. Yeah. 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 Um, we were just talking about me being a motherfucking winner, nigga. He is. You know what I'm he is technically a winner. He won. The CPU Rumble, the Legends Edition, was earlier today. Quan won it. He was one of three winners. It was split three ways because they all the, the winners chose Triple H. You know Triple H did what he had to do. He did what he had to do. I knew what to do as soon as like off the top, the Rock was was taken, and the Rock is my nigga. Mm-hmm. But when I couldn't choose him, I was like, all right, the only other choices are three. These three, even though y'all usually y'all said to advise against picking up the tall tier, the top tier people. Maybe in this fight, it was the only time where that didn't count. Because mm-hmm. other times, they do be early. Yeah. And y'all were even saying it before. I was like, yo, the top ticket niggas are coming out. We told y'all not to do that. <laughs> like, for some reason, my niggas are not coming out early. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I feel blessed. So, like you said, all your niggas was in the last 20? Yeah, all my niggas was in the last 20. I had Stone Cold. I had uh, Undertaker. And I had Triple H. Mm-hmm. Who won the shit. You know what I'm saying? So. He was making jokes too since it was the Triple H with the cut hair. So it was like, nigga, that's double H. <laughs> <laughs> like, that shit, that shit, I was confident I was going to win for no, I didn't have no reason why, but I was confident I was going to win. But I was nervous for the last part because I think Triple H was like entry number, like, was it 29 to 30? He was like really, really late. He was really late. Yeah. He, he was, was really late. He was like 20, he was like 28. And when I tell you, like, he was going against um Steamboat, Ricky Steamboat, the Dragon Ricky Steamboat. And it was going crazy because, like, like they was fighting, fighting, yeah. and 
All I know is out of nowhere, that nigga, that nigga caught a freaking uh, pedigree. He got up like, like nothing happened. <laughs> still getting up. I was like, this might not go my way, but I'm gonna make it all the way to the finish line just a trip. Bro, honestly, when, when he got up from that pedigree and was still going like nothing happened, I was like, he he, he might take it. Yeah, yeah. I was nervous for you. I was definitely nervous, you know what I'm saying? But we came out with the victory, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to the people that I shared the... Uh, yeah, you won it with Daryl from Target and Debo Diosa. Yeah, shout out to y'all. And, you know, a special shout out to... um, We're going to shout out to Diogen because he don't know who Billy Gunn is, a.k.a. Mr. Ass. Yeah. And I'm going to shout out to Public Enemy V. For one thing, just because Public Enemy V, that's a real nigga. He is a real he, nigga. He supports everything dead end, so just shout out to you. Yeah. And shout out to you because I remembered that I think uh, um, Ricky Steamboat was one of your choices. <laughs> so once again, you helping out <laughs> Dead End. You know what I'm saying? Once again, Public Enemy B needed that though, because his, his his other two picks was like the first two or three yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga was done in like the and first ten like, seconds. I felt a little bad when um when Granddad was saying that like, oh, he was the only one that chose that, so he was gonna get the whole pot. Yeah. Like, I, cause I mean, we can say how much. Yeah. Like, I had to share with three niggas, so I won fifty five dollars and thirty three cents. But the pot was like one sixty. Yeah, the whole it was one sixty six, and he would have won the whole thing. And I know that that one sixty six that, that would have been a nice check. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That would have been a nice little something, something. But you know, hey, respectfully, I had to take that, son. You know what I'm saying? But you know, shout out to you though. Shout out to you. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, we work. Can, we can get it. Anyway, so yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> this this is usually what we do: hip hop shenanigans. And then after that, we get into our battle review, and then we do our artist of the week, yeah. and then we, then we call it a show. But uh, this week in hip hop shenanigans, which one is we going to start with? We're gonna start with one thing. We're gonna start with the HID boys being in HD, and um, also what's still going on is the T Pain campaign. Yeah, it ain't stopped. It ain't never gonna stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Uh-uh. I mean, one day it's gonna stop eventually. But right now it ain't stopping. Nah. You know what I'm saying? We got some things coming. We ain't gonna speak on it too much until the product's already out there. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes we get procrastinate. True. Me. You know, sometimes things get pushed back. And then, you know, when Bloodbath puts dates out there, and <laughs> we may not fulfill them, he looks like a liar. Yeah. <laughs> or a clout chaser. So, <laughs> so, so we just going to wait until the, the product is, like, done or at least on the verge of getting done. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to really tell y'all what's going on out here. You know exactly. We got some big things planned. T-Pain campaign, still in effect. He's still the GOAT. You know what I'm saying? Check out his new single featuring Kaylani. Do it. It's still fire. That's not the name of the song. I forget the name of the song, but it's fire. You know what I'm saying? It's T-Pain. You know what I'm saying? He's doing some kind of commercials. Yeah. Moe's commercials. Mm-hmm. I think I saw him in a uh, uh, Taco Bell commercial. Damn. He, 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 really, he really likes Mexican food. He's out here doing this damn thing. You know what I'm saying? Still now. You know what I'm saying? Doing features with niggas. I'm hearing new songs and shit. I'm sure there's an album on the way. Yeah, exactly. He got a lot of stuff coming up. Speaking of albums on the way, well, albums there finally on the way. Aaliyah's music is finally uploaded to streaming, streaming platforms. Streaming platforms. Happy for this. Happy her, you know. Well, not Possum's album, but post like post uh post death, she can you know make some money off of this stuff. Maybe it's going to her family. I don't know what her estate is like. But from what I, niggas be saying, that's like all in her. But her uncle controls all of this stuff. That's what niggas be saying. But I don't know. Hmm. Niggas been saying like her uncle didn't want this shit to be released or something. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't. I don't keep up with her career enough to know the details yeah. of that. I'm glad it's. I'm glad it's out there. You know, what I'm saying it's definitely classic stuff. You know, it's, she's one of the people that kind of has played a role in in crafting the sound of R&B today. You know, what I'm saying she influenced the person that influenced the person that influenced the person that your favorite artist is trying to sound like, or you know, is emulating sometimes. So, you know. 
Right. Bless us the baby girl. That's what they call her. I, I never knew that was a nickname until after she died. I don't know. Bless I, don't know. I don't know that person. Side note that I'm only going to mention because we're talking about um Aaliyah. What do we feel about the people that was around her that let her marry R. Kelly when she was 15? They weirdos. Cool. That's all we got to do. Yeah. <laughs> I just be thinking shit like that. Like, with all that R. Kelly shit, niggas be like, yo, I was like, okay. Because I'll be the one to point the finger at myself. Because mm. we all as a world were still listening. Like, I like Chocolate Factory. So mm. it was a good album. It definitely came out after he pissed on a girl. Mm-hmm. on a And not a woman. A girl. Or a mm-hmm. girl. It was already out there. Yeah. Video and everything. True. Didn't go to jail for it, but it was it, was, it happened. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how that shit happens, but, you know, I guess you could say the same thing with Rodney King and him getting his ass beat. But, you know, whatever, right? So, okay, we'll just omit all that, right? But I still just don't know when, what era, where was it ever cool where, like, he clearly was 27. I remember seeing it somewhere. He was 27 and she was 15 and he was trying to marry her. And I'm like, where were the adults in that situation? That's all I want to know. Every R. Kelly situation always leads to where were the adults. And it's always, they weren't around. So it's always weird. So yeah. It's the same with all of them. So I was just like, look, bro, that nigga move how he move. It's, yeah. It ain't never going to be right. Seems so. like you're ready hits such a different way now. Not saying I've listened to it. I'm just saying I heard somebody talk about it. And just thinking about it, it's, it's you know. Reason I can't listen to him now because now I don't know what his, I don't know what the intentions were behind the songs no more. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't listen to that nigga's no music no more. Yeah, so basically, if, if, uh, if you're not understanding what the gist of this conversation is, it's uh, peace and love to uh, Aaliyah. You know what I'm saying? Glad to see you on streaming platforms and uh, fuck R. Kelly. Yeah, basically, that's a great message to me. And then uh, next is some news that we're still trying to process. Kendrick made a statement. He released a statement um recently in promotion for his new album, but he said this is his last album with TDE. We don't know what he's moving on to or mm-hmm. where or what. We just know he's doing an album. He said it's coming out soon, and it's the last one with TDE. It doesn't sound like he's leaving Top Dog angrily or like he's being forced out. It sounds like he just made the decision to do something else. Yeah, and I ain't gonna lie, this is a little concerning considering that like they definitely came up together it wasn't like um respectfully it wasn't like an mmg type situation where niggas had their own solo shit and then just got like bunched up with niggas mm. like they were still in the in, in the streets trying to make this shit happen and then formed a bond and you know find a way to blow up you know what i'm saying like 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 all them all them all the level of quality that they're at has come from working so close with one another you know what I'm saying? Like, being in TDE, I don't think that J-Rock is at the level that he's at creatively. You know what mm. I'm saying? Without, without TDE. You know what I'm saying? Or Kendrick. Or Absol. Or or, or uh, Schoolboy Q. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Or any of the add-ons. Scissors. You know what I'm saying? The, Isaiah Rashad. I ain't seen Lance Skywalker in a minute. Or Zakari. But um, all the niggas, like, it, it, it's been such a powerful collective. And to leave is like, I feel like when you're homegrown with niggas, like, I feel like, I feel like the team that with TDE, they do really good to please their artists. Mm-hmm. Even when some of the artists may be um, unpleasable at times. Scissor. You know what I'm saying? It's like, Scissor, I need that third song, bro. That snippet that was on the end of Good Day, the Good Day video. They t- I think they say this, the song's called Bloodstained. Weird name for a song, but you know, Scissor actually creative like that. But that song on the end of the Good Day video sounds so sexy and I feel like 
That shit came out six months ago. I want the song. Where's the album? You know what I mean? But yeah, I'm excited for that song. But um, yeah, like when you are with your homegrown team, it's like okay, you specifically are saying it's your last album TD. You're not saying it's your last album. You're not saying you're retired. Mm-hmm. So at least I hope you're not trying to sign to somebody else because you're not gonna have the same freedom. I feel like. But maybe he's trying to go. He's either trying to make his own situation or go an independent route. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. And the only thing that can make me feel like that is maybe, maybe he wants to play the role of like a TD. He wants to have his own thing, and maybe he wants to work with his cousin, Baby Keem. Mm-hmm. I know you don't really listen to Baby Keem like that, but Baby Keem got he he got attention out here. Yeah, I know he's on. Oh, apparently, he's he's on Kanye's album. Yeah, he he's. I feel like every generation always gets that person that's just talented and just ends up everywhere, and we don't know why. He's not bad. He's not terrible. But just like you feel like. He just got to have some connections that are getting him places because I don't think he deserves to be in these places yet. But when he gets in these places, he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna work it. He's going to do all right. It's yeah. not going to be bad. It's just going to be like, you know, he, he ain't going to kill it. I don't know. But yeah, baby came out here doing his thing, and maybe he wants to work with his cousin a little more, maybe create a situation for him, some shit like that. Who knows? But, you know, I hope it's the best thing. I hope it is a, a non-messy split. Work and I would still like to you know have him be a part of or still be cool with his uh TDE brethren. Yeah, I feel like he always gonna be cool with at least Black Hippie. I feel like they ain't got no type of issues at least that we know of publicly. So like if that because if that's the case, it makes me interested to see what the next. I was gonna say the next Schoolboy Q album, but I'm like the next Schoolboy Q or J Rock album because usually even though Kendrick is taking forever to drop his own album, he usually is very instrumental in like. Damn near executive producing his homies' albums, like mm-hmm. you know, I don't think, I don't know what sauce he added to win, but you hear him all over the track, like you know, ad libbing, so he had played some kind of part, you know what I'm saying? And like Schoolboy Q, Schoolboy Q even admitted he's like, yo, every time I do an album, like Kendrick wants to come by and like you know, tweak it up and 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 you know, give some uh some feedback and whatnot, and you know, that's the homie, he's the greatest artist of our time right now, so I'll take all of that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it will be weird, you know. You ain't gonna hear him. You ain't gonna hear him randomly on the thing saying "Crash Talk Take Three. Like, I I just hope it. I hope it leads to good things. It is a little bit of weird news, slightly sad. You know, we we used we we listened to them niggas while they were still dressing bummy, yeah, and, and having calmatic videos and still in the hood and shit. Oh yeah, we would listen to them. Back when they was back when like all they like one and a lot of the early music they talking about they were sleeping on each other's couches sharing clothes. Yeah, we've been listening to them since then, so it's nice to I've been listening since Kendrick Lamar EP. And this niggas that even know them before then when it was when it was K Dot. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Before when Schoolboy Q was barely a rapper, you know what I'm saying? Absol was still broke. I remember all of that shit. I think it was like maybe oh nine, because I remember so Far Gone came out 08, mm-hmm. and So Far Gone went crazy, so it was a fluke and a lot of shit. And, of course, Kendrick Lamar EP had some So Far Gone sounding joints. Mm-hmm. And I think I remember it came out. I don't even know what made me listen to him specifically, because I, I wasn't a big J-Rock fan, but I remember I think it came out um, New Year's Day in 09. And I was, like, listening to the shit, and I was like, this shit's good. This shit's really, really good. And from there, I was, like, I was hooked. I'm trying to remember... Why I listened to the Kendrick Lamar EP? I feel like you might have told me about the Kendrick Lamar EP, and you was like, "Yo, you need to listen to this shit crazy." I was just like, "All right." I I know for a fact that you told me to listen to Absol's Long Term. Yeah. 
I know, I know for a fact you put me on the Absol, but I don't know if you put me on the Kendrick. And then I'm trying to remember why, because I remember the Kendrick Lamar EP and um Crit was here came out around the same time. So I, I think they're both oh nine. And I remember oh nine was a good year in general for music. Yes, for sure. So I'm trying to remember why I started listening to the EP and to Crit was here. Because I know I used to be I used to be on on mixtape like in blogs and shit forms heavy like yeah not right. I used to, right. yeah, I used to be on Two Dope Boys Heavy. I used to be on DJ Booth. I used to be on live mixtapes. I was like, yeah, I was all about underground rap and yeah. find up and coming niggas. Nigga, Two Dope Boys is my homepage to this day. And I don't even Damn. check the shit. Just, just because, like, I can find music other ways now, but that was the way to catch the music. Because like, mm-hmm. I know what, at the I think Two Dope Boys was probably like number two in the ranking. I know everything was not right. Not right was the biggest at one time. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Two Dope Boys was kind of like had a little bit of a, a different filter and shit, like, and that's, I think that what made me, like, catch it, I think he was, like, featured or something, I think they, they, they kind of co-signed him, and when you're on the site all the time, they co-sign somebody, and they don't do it all the time. They really don't. It's like, you give it a little listen, and I was like, I give it a listen, I, I fucked with it. Yeah. And I was like, I oh. Would, I would, like, it wasn't paired out, if to, I would listen to any, pretty much anything that two old boys featured, that's like, they, yeah. they, they featured... A lot of the artists they feature went on to become like the biggest, the biggest artists of like the generation. Low key, yeah. it was just like if two dope boys said it's good, I was probably gonna listen to it. For sure, for sure. You know what I'm saying? That's where when a lot of y'all niggas wasn't hip to shit, and y'all would be just hearing about niggas for the first time on the double XL and shit. We knew who all these niggas was already. Yeah, but I mean, but now I'm 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 not that nigga no more because I don't yeah. be. I'm not. I'm not a part of the generation that has the interest to look up who the new younger rappers are. But that's happens with time in general. So, yeah. and I produce, so most of the time I'll be familiar with niggas. Even if I don't know their music, I, I've seen the names. Cause you know, these days by the time somebody get on Double XL, you're late. Yeah, true. You know what I mean, yeah. so back then Double XL was actually on time with shit. Like Double XL really did used to promote niggas by launch niggas' careers to another level. Yeah. Now I really feel like it serves no purpose. Yeah, it really don't. Cause niggas don't even be hyped to get on there. Like, mm-hmm. niggas, like niggas, niggas, be niggas be turning that shit down now. For sure. Besides ASAP Rock, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like it is what it is. But yeah, Kendrick leaving TDE. Uh, Stand is the end of an era. Yeah, it feels like the end of an era. It feels like the end of an era. But you know, respect to Kendrick Lamar. You know, feel like we trusted his process, trusted his decisions up to this point. So I'm sure there's a good reason for it. You know what I mean, there's gotta be a good reason to, yeah. to leave the home, to leave the shit that you helped build mm-hmm. to go. I, I don't know, guess build something else. You know, much much love, much respect to that brother. Kim. Yeah, I'm just gonna wait and see. But uh, I want to talk about something that I have seen was last night was Odd Friday. It was at least in the time we record this. Last night was <laughs> Odd Friday, Detroit versus Chicago. It was over there on um the Dead and Hip Hop channel. So, mm. And I'm sure if you're a fan of us, you know who that hip hop are. There's a there's a 99.9 percent chance that, <laughs> <laughs> that if you've seen our show, you know who that hip hop is. Yeah. So Detroit versus Chicago, and I was there in studio per usual because I'm always there for stuff like that. And I was in the back per usual, like I always am. And most of the time, yeah. FIFO was representing Chicago 
And I feel like, first of all, as I'm saying, I think I think FIFO put up a put really good fight. Yes, this is one of FIFO's like best performances. Like, even though he didn't win, I'm not gonna act like that nigga lost. Yeah, it was a respectable uh, loss. It was very respectable. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shit on that nigga in any way. I'm not gonna make jokes like he I, he's not from 63rd. Yeah, we were definitely saying we was like, yo, it was two things. We were saying, well, I think three things. If he, we were believing because like we were having discussions on it and. Like from the way we think about it, he was supposed to win and win like by a long shot. Yes. Just from the names he was gonna have, right? And when we thought about it, I was like, yo, if it's a tie or close, he's from sixty third. Yes. If you don't play King Von Crazy Story, he's from sixty third. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And while it was he did, well, it wasn't a tie, he lost. It did go to had had to go to sudden death. In the moment, I see why. And respect to the audience, because I ain't gonna downthrow the audience, but we knew we like we just really saw when when it was a magical moment that happened, right? Magical, a magical moment. I mean, I'm trying to be respectful too because mm-hmm. like, I don't want to downplay the audience because you know, okay, you know, if they're Patreon people, you know, mm-hmm. they're gonna go to one of them and be like, "Hey, you, you, you niggas is talking bad about us. Cut the <laughs> cut them off." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We ain't trying to mess up their paper, but when niggas play Chief Keith Love Sosa, mm-hmm. representing Chicago. Classic Records, Classic Chief Keith, you know what I'm saying? One of his top joints, right? Versus Danny Brown featuring Elzai, or you can say Elzai featuring Danny Brown, Contra. First of all, I'm, I'm pretty sure most of you in the audience right now are even saying, what is Contra? You talking about the game? Yes. There's a song they have called Contra. While the song, it's a fire song. If you watch the thing, it sounded thing, like a good song. Yeah. It sounded like a very nice song. For one thing, if you're watching this right now, you watch the Out Fridays. Yes, this is the same shirt that I was wearing that day. I have a washing machine, all right? Secondly, I got hyped and got, came out there and, and rapped the lyrics with Beezy because I love that song. Yes, that song was fire. That song, that song sounds like what, what a Timberland sounds like. You feel me? I love that song. But. When I tell you, I smelled bullshit in the air when I was like, well, why do I feel like this song is going to beat Love Sosa? So I stayed out there to watch. Because like I said, every night he always has, people always has one song that he plays that he should win, and for some reason it just won't. You know what I'm saying? We're starting to, we're starting to really believe that like, like niggas is trolling people at this point. Yeah, bro. Because it was... The, when, when Love Sosa lost, I'm pretty sure y'all saw me yelling. I was like, this shit make no damn sense. Yeah. This is a y'all niggas came together and lied on the internet. You need to be ashamed of yourselves. Bloodbath got on camera. He never gets on camera. Unless this I unless have, unless have to fix something. He yeah. never gets on camera on our Fridays. But he had to address y'all niggas. Y'all, y'all was wrong. Y'all was, it was wrong. It was just like, it was just, it was just wrong, bro. Yeah. I was just like, dog, y'all just lying. Like, why, why, why would y'all sit there and band together just to make love souls to lose. Like, what type of shit is that? Dog? It was literally like, 51 to 49 percentile. And that that blew my mind. It shouldn't have been close. It shouldn't have been close. So we even looked up, <laughs> we looked up, like, the view count. And we know, you know, numbers lie, whatever. But when we tell you, like, we, I tried to look at the Contra video, and it was at 100 and, like, maybe 75K. And I think the song was released, like, maybe 12 years ago or something, some shit like that. Might have been that long, but it was released like almost a decade ago, right? We look up Love Sosa and how many views that got, right? That shit was at 197 M's. M's. 
M's, nigga. It's just a different level, dog. It's like it's not the fact that like when Love Sosa lost, I was just like, all right, these niggas, these niggas wilding tonight. Like FIFO probably gonna lose off some bullshit, and FIFO did lose, but. He put up a great fight, except yeah. for when he gave that round away to B by playing Kid Cuddy, who's from Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah, I wish somebody would have would have told. I would like he had showed me he had shown me the um the songs he was gonna play. I didn't catch it because I I just I saw Kid Cuddy, but I was like you know maybe the feature on there is somebody that's from Chicago, so it'll still count. But when it was a Kid Cuddy song. Nah, that's, that's a disqualification. Dude. And he was like, he was just like, a few people was like, that's my bad. Uh, I didn't, I didn't do my Googles. I always thought he was from Chicago. A Google search would have solved that. The, I, I, I didn't know where he was from. I didn't, I didn't know where your kid Cuddy was from. But when niggas was like, hold up, bro, this nigga from Ohio. I looked up at FIFA. I'm like, what the hell, FIFA? How, how, how you do this? Yeah, he's definitely from Cleveland. How do, how, how do you? What, nigga? You been, you been making this list for over two weeks. And you didn't think to check that? Yeah. I think it would have been better off playing Gibby in or some shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, he, might, he must have wanted to play the Earl sweatshirt. Because like, yeah, he, he wanted to play Earl so bad. He must, he might as well yeah, play some Earl. He would have might as well play some Bump J or, <laughs> or Gemini or some shit. Dude. He needed to play some Herbal. Herbal, he, Herbal the only artist he didn't, he didn't touch at all. Yeah, he should have he played Herbal. But respectfully, respectfully, though I still disagree, they were trying to like add some variety to it, so they had like a little bit, yeah, a lot of uh, older sound and stuff. They didn't really get into the new bag too much. Now, we were saying on the drive home, really, if it was you and I, we were freaking. It'd be a completely different sound, whole different sound, whole different track list, because we there's a lot of new niggas doing their thing. And like I was, I was, I was, I was telling B before the show, I was like, I need y'all to start getting some more modern, newer artists into your verses, yeah. so like. It's like I understand yeah, y'all have a certain fan base who who likes the stuff that you like, yeah. but you want you you gonna want to attract new people after a certain point. And see, respectfully too, respect to the respect to the uh, the supporters of, of Dead and Hip Hop. Yeah. Respect, respect. That is why shit like Love Souls to Lose and the Contra happens because it's only you only cater to like people that have a certain sound. So like anything with trap drum drums or drill drums. Them niggas don't fuck with them niggas don't listen to y'all because mm-hmm. you know, y'all y'all don't really listen to the new shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And if y'all do listen to the new shit, it's usually something that's ushered by like, you know, like they listen to Isaiah Rashad or something. Or they listen to Boldy James. Or Boldy like, James, which is like that's kind of that's an older sound. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which is fire. I fuck with Boldy James a long way, but mm-hmm. fuck with Boldy James, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Griselda. But it's like you gotta kinda got you gotta listen to something with some new energy to get some new fans, younger fans. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, they definitely got to incorporate that because when, like, respect to B. B, B had a good list too, you know what I'm saying? Because he was showing, he was discussing some of the shit with me too. But I told Harley disagree with him not wanting to play 42 Doug, not no Sada Baby. Like, Detroit got a whole lot of names going on and he could have played. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I can understand I'm not playing to play Cash Doll. I understood that. I don't, I, I, don't I was really saying that as a joke. I kept I kept asking to play Cash Doll as a joke. Like, I knew I wasn't gonna play that. Like I haven't. I I need to listen. To, I'm gonna I'm gonna give Cash Doll a, a try because I'll tell you. I've what, listened. I've listened to some of her tapes before. Yeah, she's definitely she's definitely not trash. She's she's pretty good. She's well respected. I think his 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 ways would be really surprised me because before the battle we knew we knew he was playing Clear Soul Forces because like, he got to play some Clear yeah, Soul, but. 
when he ended round 13, which would have been usually the last round with T Grizzly's first day out. Before, I remember before the battle, he was acting like he didn't want to play no T Grizzly and I was like, you got to. And that, that battle me too. I was like, what? First day out is a classic. That's like, that's a classic. And he, but he played it and, it and it went. But I was like, but then I remembered he did, like niggas, I, I kind of thought of he did that because he knew he didn't play no Eminem yet. Mm. He's like, and he kind of, if 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 he, if this goes to sudden death and I play Eminem, it's over. That's, that's, that's it's an automatic true. point. But then FIFA played Kanye round thirteen, just to even tie it up to go to a sudden death round fourteen. Mm-hmm. But I feel like FIFA didn't have to play Kanye. I feel like he might have been able to play something to beat first day out, but it's really not guaranteed with the kind of crowd they got. Yeah. You really don't know. Yeah. So I can see why he played Kanye just to make sure he secured the sudden death. And then I was texting FIFO when, as soon as they said, we're going to sudden death, I was like, yo, King Von Crazy Story would really help you right now. Cause like, cause if, even if you go out, you, you're going to go out looking good. Yeah, yeah. And he went out there, he played it. He played it. He played, he, play, he played 2.0 with Dirk. So it was just like, he, he went out strong. Like niggas, like niggas can't say he ain't try. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it was just like, the weird thing about the chat is the chat be so, like the, the YouTube chat specifically be all over the place. Half the niggas saying this is great. Half the niggas saying this sucks. Like, you really can't trust the YouTube chat like that. Because you know what it feels like? It feels like the Patreon, also respectfully, I feel like the Patreon is either filled with Timberland wearing niggas or niggas that never been outside. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like, like, for niggas that not like Sosa, not like, like, for niggas that not want to vote for Love Sosa, you, you could not have been outside. It's impossible, could not It's impossible. There's no way. There's no way you're outside and don't love Sosa. Because, like, even a nigga like me, I'm been that nigga that only wants to listen to the lyrical shit mm-hmm. and like, yo, fuck all these these niggas that do, can't even rap. Mm-hmm. I get it, but it's when you go outside and you hear that shit, you hear what that does to people, and you hear everybody just in unison, and we're almost like, like, if you ever seen footage of Travis Scott in the club and everybody singing, we are young, everybody just on one accord. For mm-hmm. It does something to you. Yeah, it made bro. me appreciate that shit. You know what I'm saying? So I, I. Like, it gave me an appreciation for that. It's a vibe. When you make an anthem, niggas have to sing it. Yeah. And it's like, Love Sosa is an anthem. That is an anthem. And it's just like, I saw niggas who was just like, oh, bro, she should have played Finito. Love Sosa and Finito, it really wouldn't have mattered in this yeah, picture. Like, like I, fuck, I fuck with Finito too. And, and yeah. sometimes it goes, if some, most of the time right now, it probably does go harder than Love Sosa. But, in that moment, if, if Love Sosa not going to win, I don't know if Finito going to win either. Especially so. against Contra, like you said. <laughs> Respectfully, I love Contra the song, but Contra, like, Contra's one of them songs from Danny Brown slash Elzai that I, as a person that even knows of Elzai, respectfully, mm-hmm. and knows of Danny Brown, he's a pretty good known artist, that even know them to, like, that that's the song I play. I can know. I can I can be around somebody that's a Danny Brown fan and be okay if I say, "Yo, you ever heard of Contra?" And they're like, "What's that?" Like I can I would be okay with them not knowing that song. It's not a big song. I don't think it was on a tape. It damn sure wasn't on Triple X, which is Danny Brown's big tape. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know else I to have any like really recognized tapes except for Elmatic, mm-hmm. all Nas recreated beats. You know what I'm saying? So. There's no reference for somebody to know Contra unless you just was on YouTube and you just were searching everything Danny Brown or Elza at the time and you came across that song and you liked it. But Love Sosa, that song was everywhere. Yes. That song was everywhere. Especially on uh, around the Finally Rich era where Chief Keef was 
making a sound. He was the face of drill. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which is is is, is a sound that has moved on to freaking to, to different different states, different countries, different. There's different types of drill now. There is a UK drill, mm-hmm. which is converted to NY drill. There's freaking there's a, a, a Italian drill, the Spanish drill. They're making African drill, like all that shit. That shit started in Chicago. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that, that's a whole sound. For that to lose to Contra is blasphemy. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Even though I came out and mouthed the words of Contra because Contra is just a fire song, it should not have won. Just off like I won't say popularity, but like just sense. It was <laughs> common sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, that shit crazy. Yeah, dog. So, uh. I just, I just want to say uh, I'm looking forward to the next Odd Friday. I don't even I don't think it's been decided yet because it's uh it's Patreon fan votes yeah. on the next one. So we don't know what the next one is, but yeah, uh, I'll, I'll be there per usual. Yeah, it was very entertaining. Good selection on both sides. Yeah, yeah. Like you know I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to hit on FIFA at all for this one. Especially DG playing the uh, what is it? I think the song's called Assassins, the Ob Trice song. Mm-hmm. That shit's one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite Ob Trice songs, bro. Like. And it was respectfully because like it's one of those songs where like a nigga get a whole bunch of features and kind of gets washed from his own track. Mm. But nigga, it had that shit. That shit had everybody in their prime: Eminem, Fifty Cent, Lloyd Banks. Like that shit was that shit was a crazy track. One of my favorite joints off the Cheers album. Shout out to Obi Trice. You know what I'm saying? But you know it was a good good fighting. Usually we we be down to people for choosing like sucky songs. And there was some joints on there that I would I would exchange mm-hmm. for other choices, but I respect their versatility. Like they even mentioned it, like they kind of had to go in different bags because of the fact that they can only play uh, an artist once, mm-hmm. and you know they kind of had to reach in different eras. You know, what I'm saying they can't be all new school, can't be all old school. I respect it because it, it 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 makes it. Like there's probably a few people in the audience that heard songs for the first time. I was like, "Ooh, what's that?" I was one of them niggas. You know what I'm saying? Especially um when um when when it was uh Royce versus uh who was Royce against? Royce went against Lupe. When it was Royce versus Lupe, we just like there's a whole bunch of people like, "Yo, what song is that?" You know what I'm saying? Like, because we know these names, we know these people, we know Royce, but y'all may not be familiar with the actual tracks or the actual work. Yeah. You know what I mean? So good, good showing. You know what I'm saying? I'm excited for the next one. Word. So yeah, yeah, that was the news. All right, let's get off into this week's battle. Uh, this week's battle is Calico versus Hitman. Uh, this was at RBE's Max Out 2 a couple months ago. It was down here in Atlanta. We did not go in person because events in Atlanta, Atlanta, we like we told you before, one of the worst battle rap crowds, for one. For two, the event would be like eight hours long. I'm trying to do that. Nah, bro. It's not, nah. I'm fat, nigga. My 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 legs have a have a, a, a alarm clock. They got a battery, nigga, and that shit yeah. don't last too long. And you got a good cool hour before my feet start hurting, and I'm I'm out of there. Yeah. So this is from that event. Uh, we will do round two of Ultimate Madness. Um, uh, in a little like probably next episode. But yeah, that's this week's battle. So Calgo versus Hitman. Uh, this one had a lot of hype and build up around it because Calico Hitman like supposed to be like 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 they call each other like they like brothers. Yeah. They had a whole beef that kind of sprouted after um, niggas was making jokes about Hitman having his like a uh, YouTube page. He's like on the couple's pages with his girlfriend, mm-hmm. 
And niggas was making jokes on the internet. Calico was just laughing at the jokes. He wasn't even like making his own jokes. Hitman got in his feelings about it. It was on Instagram Live arguing about it. Calico was like, I mean, and Hitman was like, oh, are you supposed to be like my brother? He had laughing these jokes about me and shit. You know what I'm saying? So they kind of had a falling out. But, um. That shit was weird to me. It was weird to me too. That shit was very weird to me. And, and to be very specific and respectful, even though it's kind of sounded stressful, I feel like it was mostly weird on Hitman's side. Oh, yeah, 100%. I feel like it was not that serious. Not, Calico did not understand what the big deal was. <laughs> and I would have been just like him. I'm like, dog, why are we doing all this? The also part of it is the fact that Calico didn't take it serious because he was all the time like, are you like, you're really, really upset about this? Like, because it's not like, we discussed it before. Like, um, like I feel like these niggas, we, they, 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 they pick and choose what's entertainment and what's street shit or supposed to be real shit. It's like, fam, he's, he, He's talking, first of all, he's talking about other battle rappers about some shit that's going on with you, which niggas clown, niggas joke. And guess what? When you battle somebody else or get out of retirement, when you decide to get out of retirement, somebody's going to make fun of you to your face about you on YouTube with your girl. It's what niggas do. This nigga makes fun of me with my girl all the fucking time. You know what I'm saying? Even though he understands, nigga's my fucking fiance. Like, of course, nigga, I'm going to be on the phone with her. We're going to talk to her. We're going to talk cute. All that other shit. Like, it happens. But... This nigga will make fun of me. And it's almost like, like, I told him straight up. Like, bro, if I make a YouTube with my girl and we're doing, like, Q&As and all the other couple shit that YouTube couples always love to do, if you didn't make fun of me, I would almost be disappointed. If anything else would be uncivilized. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, as, as somebody I secretly don't like, or as my mans, like, like you said, you're supposed to bust your man's balls about that. Pause. Mm-hmm. Like, you're supposed to. It's like it's shit. It's like okay, it's shit. You, I'm doing it for my girl. She wants to do this shit. Cool. It's some. It's a party stuff that you compromise. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You gotta make your girl happy. Happy wife, happy life, all that other shit. But why? Like the niggas be making fun of him, like laughing and like, seeing that as like a sign of betrayal. Like that's that's like weird to me. I agree. It's weird to me too. That's so like, I really don't think it was that serious. Maybe I'm missing something. You know what I'm saying? Especially since Calico wasn't the one making jokes. He was just laughing at the jokes the other niggas was making. Yeah, and then uh, like the funny thing too is I think about like like maybe his girl, like the hitman's girl caught, catch one of this and she got in her feelings and then, you know, had to like hype up her man to defend her honor when it really was no honor being di- like disrespected. It's just like, like this nigga's a whole battle rapper talking about shooting niggas in the face and here he is like being on the YouTube channel. Side note, bro. Same thing. Well, not the same thing, but I kind of feel the same way in my head a little bit about Peso. One of the names mentioned in the Who I Smoke song. Mm-hmm. Young and Ace. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. One of his niggas is named Queso. Mm-hmm. Supposed to be one of the killers. Mm-hmm. I think he got a girl and did a, a YouTube video. I didn't even watch the video, but I was like, I was like, he on, he on YouTube with his girl? Like, it literally says, sometimes I'm featuring Queso. And I'm just like, huh? It just feels weird when killers, street niggas, gangsters are doing cute shit with their girls on I mean, YouTube. Niggas is niggas is different with their girls. That's that's normal. Yeah. So it's like, and mind you, we gonna let you live. Like 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 we understand it, cause you know what happens when when them niggas get in a relationship, they gonna be doing the same shit. You know what I'm saying? All the shit this nigga clowns me clowns me about doing, he gonna be doing the same shit and slowly dying inside, <laughs> just like I be when. When I when I'm in a relationship, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a part of which is what you do. Niggas is different with their girls. Here he is, nigga. 
Don't don't try don't try to front for the camera, nigga. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, and niggas out there know like when you with your girl, you probably do some shit that you wouldn't do on your own. But because it's your girl, she might have an idea. You know what I'm saying? You might not want to watch Grey's Anatomy, but when she's around, that's her shit. So you go and watch some fucking Grey's Anatomy. Or Jane the Virgin. You know what I'm saying? Or Insecure. Personally, I like Insecure. I watch that shit on my own. I like yeah, that show. It's a good show. It is a good show. But there's some niggas that might not want to watch that show. But their girl might be into that show. So they only know that show because of them. Or some niggas like Love and Hip Hop. I would, if I never saw an episode of Love and Hip Hop, I'd be okay. But at the time, my girl was into Love and Hip Hop. So I only know about some of the Love and Hip Hop alumni because my girl was watching the show. And what am I supposed to do? Like, you know what? Fuck your desires and what your interests are because I don't want to do that shit. Like, come on, dog. That's what a real nigga would say. But anyway, nigga, hell no. we're talking okay. about Hitman versus Calico. Uh, Hitman and Calico. You don't, even believe, you don't even believe that shit because you be fighting for women's rights just, just like any real nigga should. So you don't even believe the shit you say. Hitman and Calico. Like I said, this beef started because you know of some internet shit. You know what? I'm offended now. You and then, me my brother. And then after that, um, they they, they had the battle. And then um, I even went back and watched their old battle. They had like an old one rounder battle they did. It wasn't that great in my opinion. Uh, this battle was so mid. I I I was gonna do that when you said it, and then like this battle, I was just like, I don't want to do that. Like, All right, so yeah, I'm we just going we we just we just gonna say it off top. This is cut to the chase. This this, this battle was boring as shit, though. This battle was not all that. And I'm a fan of Calico. I'm a real Calico fan, y'all. I really am. Yeah. I This wasn't his best work. It wasn't. It and was not his best work. Hitman, I don't expect much from him because y'all know I'm not a big fan of Hitman. Yeah. And I kind of like Hitman. I, I, feel like he, I feel like I see why people like him and why he has the level of respect that he does. But I'd be lying if I said, like, if I see Hitman how the battle, I'm checking for it. No. You know, see, I'd be lying to you if I'm like, oh yeah, he does. He definitely deserves to get on Wild and Out. There was nobody else that deserved that more than him. Like, I, 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 I'd be lying if I said that. But he's he's got to the level he's at, and he's doing things, and he's he's you know, he's he making money. Exactly. He's be making good money. He's so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hating on the nigga. I'm just saying I'm not a fan of his work. Like it is what it is. Except for when he's teamed with John John. That's that's that's, that's a scary nigga right there. With John John, that's some of the greatest I ever seen. I will never deny Hitman and John John one of the scariest teams I've ever seen. And I won't funniest, deny that. It's the funniest thing because you don't fuck with John John either. So nope. the two niggas you don't fuck with nope. for some reason when they get together, nigga Thanos. It's crazy. It's Voltron. It's I I had to respect it, and I I will not I will not play around with them niggas' names when they're together yeah. separately or. They some losers, but hey, it is, what it, is. <laughs> like, it, is yeah, it is what it is. This battle was pretty mid. I was I was kind of glad it was over when it was over with. Like I'm about to grab my shit, my computer charger. You can keep talking if you want. Go ahead, grab the computer charger. But but yeah, fam, like this this battle, bro. It was just like I feel like Calico is one of them artists or one of them battlers that like when he doesn't care, when he don't care enough, it shows. I feel like he has to have a point to prove. And I was even telling um Bloodbath a, a few days ago that I hate to say it, but like that calico that took a public a, a public uh in public opinion loss to um Lota Lux, I haven't seen the same calico since. That other calico was killing niggas, bro. That nigga had bars, that nigga would outreal you. You really couldn't do nothing with that nigga. Cause a lot of niggas strategy, like if they can't if they can't do better bars with you or or, or outperform you or make the crowd believe them more than you, then they might try to outreal you. They might try to you know what I'm saying? 
And that was kind of before niggas was trying to like use your your realness or the fact that we believe you against you and shit. But I feel like like that calico was killing niggas. That calico deserved to be at that spot when he was talking shit to the loaded lux and being like, "Yo, it's a new era." Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. Like he deserved that slot. He yeah. deserved to be doing that shit. Yeah. Since that day, it has not been the same calico. I have yet to see something that matched that nigga. Calico, like kind of like you alluded to, he real sometimes. He, like. He, t- he takes battles off, and I felt like he took this battle off. Yeah. I was, he was he, he not the Calico I like, bro. And like I said, I like Calico. This wasn't, this was not top tier Calico. This wasn't the Calico to be afraid of. But You know what the problem is? I feel like niggas like Calico, these niggas be like, like, mind you, we're saying that this battle was mid, but I feel like Calico as a person is like, I, he's one of the niggas I believe. Like, mm-hmm. he's, he's a real individual. Like, mm-hmm. street shit, he's really about that, all that, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like niggas like Calico, they have to actually not like the person they're battling or not know the person to give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I feel like Calico's been in this long enough that he's actually developed relationships with niggas. Mm-hmm. So some of the niggas he would even talk shit about, he's cool with now. Like I was remember, I remember I was surprised when um, I seen a video of um, him and Murder Mook in a hotel room uh, with some other niggas, I think with T-Rex in there too, and they're just going over a battle that, um I think it was uh, Tay Rock versus Calico. Mm-hmm. And... They were just playing the shit, and Kyle was just like, nigga, my shit's just fire. Look what I said to that nigga. Like, it almost threw me off, because he comes off as a nigga that just don't like nobody. And he does. He is a nigga who actively talks about how he don't fuck with none of these battle rap niggas. Yeah. Made, made a whole song about it. Like, yeah. But, but like, he don't he don't hate them niggas. Yeah. He just don't be hanging out with them niggas outside of battles and shit, it seemed like. Yeah, and, and when you around long enough, like, even, like when you go to work, you're going to have some kind of relationship with your coworkers. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't fuck with them outside of work, when you come to where you be like, Yo, what's up, nigga? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a, at least to that level. So you can't dislike everybody. I feel like and when he was coming up, he didn't know niggas. So he can say whatever to your eye, like look you in the eye and say whatever mm-hmm. and not feel no way. Now he's like, he's like, well, nigga, I, I, I shook this nigga hand and cracked a joke with the niggas. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't really look a nigga in the eye and be like, yo, fuck your life. Yeah, he not know. He not, he not, he not no arsenal heartless nigga. Yeah, like, especially if you ain't do no shit to like, Cause like I said, I feel like Calico's a real street nigga, so he's not he's not no bully. He's not gonna just do some shit for no reason. You know what I'm saying? He ain't gonna just get up and grind his feet on somebody's couch. You feel me? Like even when he does the bully shit, like I think he did that once. With, um, he did with Pat Stay one time, mm-hmm. and there was a reason. It was because when Pat Stay was going against his homie Marv One, he was a little handsy, little not handsy, but he was a little touchy. Like he was a little pushy. He was a little, he was doing a little too much. So he's like, all right. My nigga, my nigga Marvel was trying to be chill that night, but I want the bullshit, nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? BMF, nigga. So I'm I'm push you all that shit. And, and hope you hope your niggas um do something. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even on that battle, like it wasn't the best calico bars wise, but there were bars there. And then the energy was there. The, the, what made it made it so tense and made it a show. You know what I'm saying? Thank God nobody got in the scrap then. But I felt like if any of Pat Say's niggas jumped. Calico was ready for that shit. Mm-hmm. That made the bars hit hard. You know what I'm saying? He was almost like ready. Even when like when she would get tense, he would still be bad and it was like, what y'all niggas wanna do it all? <laughs> like, what's up? Like, I'm I'm wishing y'all niggas jump. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it was like this one, it was like he really even though him and Cal him and um him and Holler fell out. I feel like I Calico still no, no. making it serious. Only only Hitman fell out. Yeah. Calico told the nigga during the battle multiple times. I love you, bro. Like he can't, he's like because Hitman, Hitman be up there rapping, and that's why I don't like you. That's why we get this beef. And Calico said, "I keep telling you, I love you." I'm like I, he's like I don't. Yeah, he's like I keep telling you. 
<laughs> and, and it's different coming from Calico's. Like I said, Calico's not really a clout chasing nigga. Mm-mm. He's not just a nigga that's gonna say this shit. He's like, no, I, I really got love for you, bro. Like, like, I don't know why. Yo, and this one made it really real. <laughs> Even like show out, show out is always the secret weapon. He's always the game. He's always like, he's the game breaker in NBA Street. Mm-hmm. Every time Hitman uses show out, it hits. This is the one time where Show Out came out, and it, I think Show Out didn't even believe that. <laughs> you know he, he he didn't look like he even wanted to yeah. be at the bounce. He came up to tell the face, "I ain't friends, nigga," and then he looked down. He did. He I've never down. seen Show Out look timid before. He never because because like Show Out, Show Out, Show Out usually when he jump out, he I feel he do be jumping further than he need to on purpose most of the time. <laughs> I feel like he could just jump out and make a statement. Show off really be jumping into niggas' lap. Like, show off will jump <laughs> through niggas sometimes. I'm like, dog. Yeah. You're just here to make an opinion. You don't got to start beef with niggas. Like, show off, show off. Look, he be hoping niggas push him or something. Yo, show off does, does look like the nigga in the entourage that hope shit goes off because he can't wait to slap a nigga. And it'd be like, dog, these niggas just here to get paid and go home. You the one who be jumping to, you be taking it too far. But like, he didn't, he didn't take it. He, he, he it was space between yeah. him and Cal. So he jumped. And then he stopped, and then this, he wouldn't he wouldn't all cow like he'd be on other niggas. Yeah. Like it was like he like he didn't want to do this. Like he didn't even maintain eye contact that long. No, that nigga will get in your face and be like, "I ain't friends, nigga." Mm-hmm. Fuck are you talking about, nigga? And be he, in your face, fuck you, yeah, nigga. He ain't, he ain't do none What's of that. Up? He ain't do none, none of that. Nigga said, "I ain't friends, nigga." <laughs> and he like, just turned around and walked away. I, like, I wouldn't even say it's like, oh, because he's scared of Calico. No, I feel like he really did. He didn't want to do that. He shit. did. <laughs> he did not do that. So you said you said you think you, you, you think Show Off was like, yo, do I do I gotta jump in this one? Like, yeah. I, I, I have to. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Why 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 would I take this battle off? This I feel like this really be one of them. This is really one of them times where like them two as brothers, he's like, I fuck with homie. Like, you, you sure you can't be cool with him? Like, you my brother, so I'm riding with you, but. Damn, that was that was a cool nigga, bro. You couldn't you like bro, you couldn't just talk this out. Apparently not. He had the PlayStation, nigga. I fucked <laughs> up with him, bro. That nigga was mad cool, man. Remember when he gave us pop tarts, nigga? Nah, bro. I was hungry as shit that day, nigga. I fucked with that nigga. Apparently not, dog. Apparently this shit then escalated to we we got beef, so we need to battle. But it was a very one-sided beef. Yeah, bro. And I don't know, I don't even know if I can call this a one-sided battle, cause I couldn't I couldn't find any entertainment to be like, oh, this nigga is killing this nigga because nobody was getting killed. Everybody yeah. looked like they was wasting their time. At all. And, and it felt like even like I was also uh, bewildered by it just seemed like the crowd was feeling everything. Oh my gosh. Bro. Hitman wouldn't even say a bar that was like meant to be a hit. And niggas would be like, Ooh. Hitman was up there giving basic elementary bars. Like Hitman was up there doing rappers rappers first gun bars type shit Bruh. and the crowd was like oh bro mm. my shirt ran and so was the hat i pushed my foot on the gas pedal mm. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck if y'all don't and the, the crowd the he had the crowd eat out the palm of his hands and like for no reason bro so I'm gonna go i'm i'm just going to go through the rounds so we can get this over with first round cow's first round I'll put it, I said it was decent. He didn't really do too much in the first round. He spent the whole first round trying to figure out why they was even having the battle. And then he called he called um Hitman a fake nigga a couple times. But basically all of Calico's rounds was about how Hitman not a real nigga and how how Calico is a real nigga. That's all that's all his rounds about. Basically. His only decent thing he had in the first round was that uh Rough Rider scheme. Mm-hmm. That one was decent. 
He's like, yo, I'm something to with the Source Awards or whatever, and get Eva. That was cool. But he didn't really say nothing too personal, honestly. He didn't say nothing. He didn't mention names, nothing that. It was nothing really out of pocket. Like, nothing crazy happened in Calico's first. That's what really shows that, like, Calico wasn't taking it serious because, like I said, Calico like, stuck to the time limits. Yeah. <laughs> he kept talking about, we agreed to three minute rounds. This nigga, like, Hitman's rounds are long as fuck. Hitman did have, like, five, six minute rounds of bars that were not that great. To be, like to be he, rapping that long. I feel like he'd be overwording his shit. Like, bro, even me writing down the bars that I have for him, I was just like, this is too many words. Like, you, you could have got to the point. Like, you could you could trim some fat on this. Like His first round, though, I will say, it was light, but he packed he packed a lot of bars in his first round. His first round, I think, was his most bar-heavy round. Yeah. As far as, like, just throwing bars and punchlines, that, that was his best round for that. He'd be having bars, he'd just be overwording. Yeah, and um, the crowd they they loved it. So uh, he came out with a strong first round, which is how Hitman Hollow always does. His first round is usually his best round. Um, yeah. So yeah, his first round is usually his best round. And you know, I I, I gave him the first. I do believe he won the first round. Uh, was it a big win in the first? No. He ain't win by a lot because I mean, yeah, Calico's first wasn't that crazy either. It was also a pretty average round. So I, I guess if I get I get the first to hit, man. Uh, I was hoping something happened in the second. In the second, Cal came out, started pretty slow, spent another round calling Hitman a fake nigga. Um, is what it is. And then Hitman spent his second explaining the whole reason that the beef started. And that he was just like, yeah, man, the reason we're here today is because this nigga is fake and how he not my friend no more. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kyle was just like, I, I love you, dog. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't know why you think. You ain't my friend no more. <laughs> You've been delivered. <laughs> uh, he just spent the whole, he like, Hitman second was all about explaining this imaginary beef that only he has with Calico. That's, that's, what, that's what the second was. <laughs> <laughs> Calico still does not know what's going on, dog. Calico really don't know. So, like, Calico is just there because he's getting paid to rap with his still friend to him. Calico's like, nigga, I might, I might, I might not be your friend, but you still my friend. Like, uh, I, <laughs> the funny thing is too, like this shit feels like I feel like. Hitman is like he's in a place where like he's he is mad, but I feel like he knows he don't really got a right to be mad, but he's still mad, so he's just gonna go with it. You know what I'm saying? He's like he's mad enough that like something has to be done, but it's like I don't want to do too much though, cause like it ain't that serious, but I'm taking it serious. Like it's 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 like all around weird. You know what I'm saying? I've seen I feel like I've seen Hitman be mad at somebody. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like shit with him and um Bill Collector, like they mm -hmm. had a history. And like it ain't really that serious, but mm. even in that, like <laughs> in that battle, it felt like like Hitman still didn't like that nigga. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it felt like it. Yeah, I agree. And this one, I feel like he, it's like like he wanted to be mad, but he's not. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like nigga, let me hate you. That's it's like, it's like that's like, it's like nigga, let me hate you. And, and Cal, Cal, Cal just kept bro, you, Cal just kept pouring on the love. Like I, I love you, I, I love you, Hitman. You my you my, you my dog. He just kept pouring on the love, bro. He's like, but it's like, 
I don't know what it is. <laughs> it was like Calico just kept singing. What's that song of Dessa Raven? Um, uh, Feel the Love. He was like, he was up there with Corey and the boys singing, <laughs> singing, <laughs> feeling the love. And Hitman was up there. I don't know what Hitman was singing. What, he was singing, Kitchy Kitchy Goofy, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Calico's up there singing, when you feel it, when you feel the love. Nothing feels better than feeling the love. Everybody knows that when push comes to shove, <laughs> nothing feels better than feeling the love. And hit, hit man over there singing, I don't know, something dark and evil. <laughs> like, that thing was, that thing was, it was like pretend hate, bro. Yeah, dog. It was so weird. We hate each other, but it's love. What a thug mystery. Yeah, bro. That shit was crazy. And like, yeah. I could tell, like I said before, I could tell Calico didn't want to be there doing this, but it's like, hey, he, he was getting paid to do it, so he did it. It's a check. So yeah, that was the second. And then the third, Cal, Cal's third was probably his best round. He actually had some Definitely. good, he had some good bars and a couple good bars. And he was just, yeah, he, 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 he had more energy in it. And then he was just, just, he was just talking to that nigga like, yo, like you, you, you move wrong, basically. You be moving wrong. And that's how he spent his third. That was his best round. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Hitman's third. I, I, I actually wrote down in this round of my notes. I said, Worse. I, I said, I said, I love how Calico keeps denying the beef. <laughs> I actually wrote it down in my notes because Calico was like, I love you, dog. I don't know what this, I don't know why he's so bad. Man, but that, uh, <laughs> that third was littered with filler, bro. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, yeah, that yeah. third was filler. Filler night. Yeah. That dog. shit was crazy, like. Cause even in the first two, like there, like you said, there was some bars in there. I feel like the third, he clearly ran out of ran out of like actual shit to say, like like coming from somewhere. What was just he just saying shit at this point? You know what I'm saying? I feel like the best thing he said was like, uh, uh, uh like I said, the best thing you can do against Calico is really use his realness against him. So like saying that like, yo, uh, um, that you your dad got caught for selling dope and you always selling dope. You think you would stop talking about that? Or the fact that um. He was like, yo, I made a million off battle rap, which we talked about. We want to battle rap millionaire. Mm -hmm. So I'm happy for that. Yeah. If that's a true statement. Or him saying like, yo, I've, I've made donations. I've been doing this. What have mm -hmm. you done for his community? Mm -hmm. Like, that's like probably the best shit he said. But everything that was like supposed to be personal, it's just like. I ain't know if I can trust this personal no more because wasn't it in the first. In the first round, Calico said nigga was lying. He was just he was just like he's like this nigga then slept on my on my floor before in a hotel. Calico was like, nigga, I ain't never did that. <laughs> <laughs> Respectfully, like just the way that Calico like uh conducts himself, he don't even sound like kind of nigga. Calico was like, I ain't never did that. If I like, believe what Calico says he is, Calico wouldn't do that shit. Calico's always talking about how this battle rap money don't mean nothing to him because he gets real money. Yeah. So just like Calico's like, I don't be, do yeah, it's kind of like, I don't be studying this battle rap money. I just do it for like, I don't care about this shit like that. Like Calico yeah. always has been consistent that he don't care about battle rap. You just do it for the money because, well, and, and he gets money outside of battle rap. So yeah. he really don't be pressed like that. You know, probably, probably something like something identical to that happened it happened one time you know nigga gotta use it against you in the battle yeah Calico was like nigga what, what? i ain't never did that yeah, and like the way i love like calico be having the funniest reactions to when niggas lie on him because even when even when he was battling lux calico's face would be like nigga, what huh what Wh what <laughs> who is that like calico don't never know who niggas are talking about when they talk about him <laughs> he'd be like this 
He's like, this nigga must know a different calico because I ain't, I ain't do none of this shit. That's a fact. We gotta see. Uh, you ever seen Calico versus O Red? I might not have. We gotta see that one because that one's one of the funniest things. Is like he, is where the whole third he freestyles a story about apparently what happened between him, O Red, and a bunch of battle rappers one night and some mm. groupies. And <laughs> niggas literally like, I'm wasting my whole round with this shit. But he's literally freestyling the whole story. And you just see O Red trying to act like that shit didn't happen. <laughs> but he he involves so many other names. He won't say no names, but he was some big names. He like to say some key shit that Joe Rogan was talking about. Mm-hmm. And I think he was being like, like, and you know, like, like O Red was like trying to be like, huh? Trying to look bewildered. And then like sometimes when when Calgo say some funny shit, he was trying to laugh too. I'm like, I don't know. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm gonna believe the shit Calgo saying. But he, we got we might use that battle next after yeah. um, after the UM. Mm. Over with. Yeah, yeah that, that, I'd watch it. Like I said, I'm I, I'm still a fan of Calico. He, I just need him to actually try every battle. Yeah, he he, he better try against Geechee at Summer Madness. And see, and that's what I've been saying with these niggas now is like with this new gen, with the new generation of niggas. These these niggas is not slouching. Geechee gonna make them look bad. Yeah, these new these new niggas, even with under the the newer new niggas, like these niggas is coming with it. Yeah, and the problem is with the older folks is. They good. They have a lot of good battles, but there's a lot of times where they take these battles off or they be slouching. They don't come with the. They're not consistent, and these young niggas is being consistent. Mm. Now, I don't know. Maybe it's just because like it's, it's you know, you have a thousand battles, you feel a certain way, or, or you know, you just don't have the same passion for it. But some of these niggas that we watch that are like considered newer, and some niggas that like like you know niggas like Murder Mook or Calico might not feel like they have enough name mm. to like. These niggas is, is is coming with it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like a, a real stick. Real stick is real new, but he I ain't seen him slouch yet. He don't know how to. You know what I'm saying? Great posture. He can't slouch at, at all. You know what I'm saying? With Jada Nightwing, like yo, some of these yo, these niggas are coming with it. And I don't know what these niggas gonna do when 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 they really start getting towards these legends. Oh yeah, because them like and it's like I'm I'm waiting to see what what this how this class is gonna be. As they get older, like this current class of battle rappers, are they going to be the type of legends who take battles few and far between and just talk about how great they are? Mm-hmm. Or are they going to be somewhat active? Like they might take one or two battles a year type thing instead of every couple cars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like, will Geechee fall back to one or two battles a year? I feel like that's 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 still good enough to like say that you're still active, but not too active. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Instead of niggas like Lux who battle once every three, four, five years. Yeah. Or a nigga like, nigga like Hollow, yeah. Hollow, Hollow just started battling again recently. Yeah. So it's just like niggas like that, which, or you know what I'm saying, or a, a nigga like Goods, you might get like one Goods battle a year at this point. Yeah, but I feel like one, the only time you really get niggas that only battle like once a year or some shit is because they actually have other shit going on. Because mm-hmm. Geechee was battling everybody at one point, like yeah. he had a, a battle a month damn near. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like he battled everybody already. So it's like he about everybody except for maybe the gods here, niggas. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. At this point, so it's like, who else is at a battle? Now he got a podcast. He got other shit going. Mm-hmm. He got a name, so he can you know get other shit going. Make mm-hmm. up a name, so he don't got a battle all the time. Or no. like these other niggas, these niggas are hungry. So any battle you giving them, they they taking that shit and they taking it serious. Mm-hmm. They need this bread. You know what I'm saying? Real sick. Got to get new turbans. This shit's real. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Danny Myers got mad kids. Bar guy. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> these child support payments don't stop, my nigga. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like these other niggas is getting these 
These other niggas getting like they getting old and they getting they getting complacent a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Murder Mook getting used to only battling once every three years, which I'm pretty sure they got other shit going on because you ain't go, you ain't gonna be able to live three years off one battle. Especially not in New York. It's yeah. way too expensive to way not. Expensive. <laughs> it's way too, yeah. So I ain't gonna lie, bro. I, any nigga I see that even looks fresh in New York, I'm counting their pockets because I'm just like either your house gotta be a dump or you doing some ill shit to make all this money. I don't know how y'all niggas can afford all these designer clothing or custom clothing and, 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 and live in New York. Because we ain't gonna talk about if your house is small or not. That's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. You're gonna live in you gonna live in this kitchen and still pay a good fifteen hundred. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So it is what it is, but yeah. Let's get to these scores. This shit over with. Crowd control. Crowd control, I gave Kyle Cole three. I did too. Disrespectful. Like he had them. He had them. Sometimes it wasn't all bad. They ain't like boom or nothing. But you know, it it, it wasn't it wasn't all that great either. Yeah. And then Hitman. I was gonna say I I don't think I explained our rubric. So we grade on the scale of one to five. One to five. So we got crowd control, control. delivery, delivery. Haymakers, haymakers, and zone. Zone. Those are what we judge people on. Um, everything is on the scale of one to five. Five being the best, one being the worst. And then um, the max score you can get is 20. And then we also have something called recovery. And uh, you can get up to three recovery points. Yeah. If you if you was losing bad, but then you started to come back later on, like you really started to have a strong third after an ass first and the second, yeah. we'll give you a couple recovery points. The most recovery points you can have is three, but you could still, still the maximum score is 20 because in order to get recovery points, you would have lost points somewhere else. Yeah. So you can never get a score higher than 20. Yeah. I'm gonna give you that because it's really hard. Like, it's a very rare case for somebody to be ass and then flip the script. Yeah, it hardly ever happens. Yeah. Usually, when you if you start out bad, you're usually gonna end bad most of the time. Yes. And most you may like be mediocre and then get the crowd hype. Mm-hmm. You, if the crowd ain't fucking with you, it's usually how it is. <laughs> it's gonna start in in that way ninety percent of the time. I mean, right. If you if you start if you start out Cassidy, you ain't gonna end beat you got it. No. You know what I'm saying? The other nigga would have to insult Cassidy in Philly or something for the crowd to yeah. t- turn on him. No, you had to pull the whole Tay Rock. Yeah. <laughs> Tell I, Cassidy. I was, I was about to say too. I was like, I was like, I don't know who would do something so foolish. But uh, yeah. <laughs> and the funny thing now, I said, Tell Cassidy. <laughs> he just kept repeating it. And the funny thing now, like I feel like Cassidy has been shown that he's not to be taken serious so much. Tamar don't even want that battle. Like Mm-mm. I haven't seen him mention Cassidy since. Nope. He don't even want that battle no more. But that nigga can go to Philly right now. Tell Cassidy it'll be a pin drop. <laughs> I feel <laughs> like tell Cassidy what? <laughs> what can be the message? Yeah, I feel like I feel like uh, after Cassidy got booed in his city, niggas niggas don't ride for him the same no more. At all. That's why that nigga, that nigga busy dissing Tory Lanez now. Yeah, I saw that. You know what makes it really bad too? I watched a reaction. Um, shout out to BMG Upper Class. It's my, uh, it's one of the few reaction channels I watch. Mm-hmm. He mostly like re- reacts to like Brooklyn drill shit. You know, since he's a street nigga and tapped in. You know what I'm saying? But like, actually, really, like niggas vouch. But he'll do some outside shit too, because you know you can't be a one trick pony, right? Mm-hmm. So he was one of the niggas that feel me. Um, when he was watching this, uh, he was watching the Tory Lane side and I watched the Cassidy side. Mm-hmm. Of course, Cassidy came with a seven-minute track because he always has to go mad long when he's dissing niggas. And at the end, he was starting to get pissed off because he was like, fam, 
Like you was my favorite rapper at one time, bro. You was you was one of the greatest. And then you doing this shit for seven minutes of bullshit. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I was like, you just saying shit that rhyme. You don't even say shit that that be different than nigga. You just you may say one line and then you just talk about some random shit. You be like, yo, fuck that nigga hair of mine. You know what I'm saying? If you need some clothes, you can wear mine. Some other like shit that don't even be this. It don't even got nothing to do with nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, that because that, but that that's how his battle bars be too. He just be saying shit. You know this shit that be asked because he does have good lines every once in a while. He can rap. He has so much filler lines that it don't make sense. Like when you are dissing somebody, you need to have a, a, a set target. You can't just be rapping for the sake of rapping. Now if you just pass nigga a blunt, be like yo, cash piss on. They start spitting spin shit. It's gonna sound good. But if you supposed to diss somebody, you have like these bars have to have an aim. They have to. They have to go somewhere. I, I can't just be like, yo, go up your hairline. But then, you know, sometimes I read books in my spare time. That, that's, what the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck, yo? That's really how the nigga felt, too. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? Like, so, yeah. That nigga shares my sentiments with the frustration of Cassie. And I'm like, now it's even translated to tracks. Because even before, like, niggas would be like, all right, bars wise. He'll beat niggas on the track. Like when he beefed with Meek Mill, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Meek Mill had the bigger, he was the bigger artist, had a song with some tempo to it. Funny thing, he 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 back to back, like the the energy back to back to Cassidy before you know Drake did that to him. Mm-hmm. But he just had a song. He was dissing a nigga, but the song was like danceable and fire, so it did better than Cassidy's ten minute <laughs> ten minute diss track with mad different beats because niggas wasn't checking for bars like that. But Lyrically wise, we'll say, yo, Cassidy just killed that nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But on this one, nigga, Tory, J- Tory Lanez made some 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 funny jokes here and there. Nigga talked about nigga, you was in a, you was in a hotel with R. Kelly. He's like, flame you up. You know what I'm saying? And then Cassidy comes back and has a seven minute unfocused track. <laughs> it's just it don't hit the same, bro. It don't it don't hit the same. Yeah, speaking of hitting the same, yeah. Um... Calabars just didn't hit the same for the crowd though. He got three for crowd control. Hey man, yeah. I guess I also I gave him a four like you did. I wasn't gonna give him no full on five because it wasn't all that. Mm-hmm. But he he definitely had the crowd. I'd be lying yeah. if I said he had a crowd. Like, I'm not. I just gonna hate for no reason. For sure, it, it wasn't a five. But if we were doing decimals, it would be like a four point five. Yeah, like he 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 had the crowd. And I don't know why. Respectfully, I don't know why the bars was not hitting like that. No. I respect the ones that was close to it. Like when he was like when there was a bar there, even if the bar wasn't that great, and mm. I understand that. But there'll be some shit where he was saying the most regular shit ever. You know what I'm saying? I pull my sprite inside a cup. <clears throat> like I swear on everything. It'll be the most regular shit. You know what I'm saying? I'll plug in my microphone and then it records. <clears throat> I knock on your door and say open up. <clears throat> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was that's dashed some pizza and it was good. Mm. Yeah, like he he was just talking after a certain point and the crowd was loving it. But as far as delivery, what you got for delivery? Delivery, I gave Calico a three and gave Hitman a four. I did the guy gave the same exact scores. Uh Hitman's delivery was it was good. I mean, it was like I said, he was his delivery. He he's more of a performer anyway. Yeah. Like his his style is all just having a having a good overall performance. And he 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 had that. Yeah, so just just because I didn't like his bars doesn't mean he didn't perform them well. I think yeah. he I think he did that part pretty good. Like performing is one of his strengths. So when the crowd feels him, it makes the thing overall better. Even if the thing's mediocre, it'll make it a better mediocre because he'll feel himself a little more. Pause. 
So it, it makes it feel a little better. He'll he'll deliver it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I give him a four on that. Yeah. Haymakers. Haymakers. I give Calico a three. Because mm-hmm. there was once in a while it might be scarce something good in there, but it wasn't enough. It wasn't it was it was a lot of it felt mm-hmm. a lot of filler. And even some of the things that he said that was good, he delivered it weird. Like uh I think in his third, um he was talking about uh, um or the, the chopper segregated and don't fuck with niggas mm-hmm. or, or, or uh something like that. And I was like the way he said it, like you could have you could have made that hit a little more. But he was like mad when the crowd like caught on and he was like, Yo, you got me to wake up. I was like, That that could have been delivered a lot better. True. That was a decent bar. You could have delivered that a lot better. Uh Hitman, I gave him a four. Because like you said, it was it was it was some bars. Some bars, but it was clearly better than Calco. So this this is this, this is what them scores where I stopped being friendly on. I gave Calico a two. two. I gave Calico a two. And I I'm a big fan of Calico, but he really wasn't this he's wasn't no bar heavy battle for him. He didn't really start saying like start putting bars together until the third. His first two rounds was really just him talking. It's how how Hitman not a real nigga. It just it just happened to rhyme. That was really what he wasn't putting the bars to niggas. And I was just like, okay. And your bars that he brought well, wasn't your best bars. So I was just like, I gotta give you a two, homie. Hitman, I gave a nigga a three. Cause he actually had a couple. He had his for his first round was mostly bars. And his third had a good bit of bars. His second, I don't know what was going on, but his first and his third was mostly bars. Now, were they great bars? And I love, we've agreed that they were the most average of bars we've heard in a long time. That's why they got an average score, which is a three. So it is what it is, what it is on that. But I'm not going to just lie, lie about their bars now, dog. I'm not going to do that. Zone? Zone, I did Calico a three. Even even when the crowd wasn't picking up, that nigga was confident in his shit. <laughs> nigga, nigga literally said, "I'm the goat." No, 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 Okay, you're good. You're definitely good. There ain't nobody gonna front on that. You're good. Yeah. But the goat, please. Now you was on the way to being the goat after before I loaded Lux, but but after that, like I said, I ain't seen the same calico since. But yeah, Zoda gave him a three. I feel like I was doing all nice. <laughs> I gave him a four because I mean the, the, the battle was his. You know what I'm saying? Even if it was mid, they passed the mid to him. <laughs> you know, the, 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 the crowd was getting out of his hand. He was in his bag. He was feeling himself. You know, all that, all that, all that good shit. So yeah, I gave Calico a three. Cause this wasn't his best work at all. Mm-hmm. Average, so he got an average score. For sure. I gave Hitman. I gave him a four for his own. Cause he's like I said, just cause I'm not a fan of his his raps. I've never have been. I'd be lying if I didn't say he put all, all he he all put on an overall pretty good show. Yeah, I'd be lying if I if, he, if I didn't say that. So and though it was average, he definitely clearly was doing better than Calico. Yeah. So overall, Hitman got a 15. Calico got an 11. Ahead of me. Gave Calico a twelve, and gave a Hitman a sixteen. I guess he picked up and killed it, and killed it, and killed it. Even though he was the only nigga trying to kill his his brother, because Calico don't know what why they, why they battling to begin with. Like, it's like no matter how many times Hitman explains this to him, Calico's still gonna be like, I don't understand. This is the problem we have. Yeah, I love you, bro. <laughs> he just gives I love you, dog. Like, you know, I, I keep telling you, I love you. <laughs> 
bars over with. Talent coach. I'll do you dirty. I'm talking double back and get the rest of the cake. My new gun looked like some shit Tesla would make. Now he in Idaho. Bow! A vegetable steak. Mm-hmm. How would that bar even know potatoes are starch? Yeah. That bar wasn't even all that. It was just the way that he he ran it back like it was crazy. He he he, he played it. He he made it he made it sound nice. But you know. Like I said, this is mid. Okay, hit You need guidance, a big brother, because you do too much dumb shit. Then walk around so proud of it. Example, your pops got caught selling dope. In every battle verse, he's selling dope. You would think you wouldn't be so loud with it. See, this is real life. Not a quiz or test, but I can end up in the crowd with it. That was a cool bar. I like the R-Cast bar and whatnot. Definitely feel like you could have got to the point of that without so many words. Yes. So that, so that was just, it wasn't even a good build up. <laughs> it's like the way you like, the way you like, I don't, I don't even like that on the bars I wrote. <laughs> I was like, that's how you sound right there. You were just like, he's like, I just, he's like, I just, I just had, I just had to complete the assignment and turn some in. I just had to write down some bars and that's what I did. I ain't even like these bars. These bars wasn't that special. They ain't stand out, but I, I just had to put something down. Like, <laughs> that's funny. Artists of the week. It's um, an artist that we both seem to enjoy individually. If we wanted to shed some light on them, it can be the same artist multiple weeks in a row. It could be a different artist, but we usually do try to mix it up and try not to say the same artist every single week. I can go first if you're not ready. You go first. This week, it's going to be it's gonna be an R&B joint. Going on my boy James Vickery, Songs That Made Me Feel. James Vickery, if you don't know, um, he dropped... I'd say the, the song he's usually known for is Until Morning because he did one of those uh, colorist performances for like and um on YouTube. Mm-hmm. That song got got some big some pretty good buzz. But then his um his album came out. Songs made me feel and James Vickery, that white man can sing. So that's good. And then I got I got another R and B joint. Division and Ty Dolla Sign have a joint project. Cheers to the best memories. A joint project. 11 songs. I, ju- I just saw it today that they had a video. I didn't know it was a project. 11 songs. Yeah, he's old Quan. I'm, I'm surprised because them is niggas, you, you love Division and Ty. So it was like, Especially you, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. If you ain't, cheers to the best memories. That's what it's called. You're going to need, you're going to need to get hip. Shit, when we left uh, our Fridays last night, I, I, I forgot that I wanted to play some Ty Dolls so in the car. But yeah, no, that's, that's something I'm definitely going to check out with the quickness. <laughs> so. Yeah, those are my artists of the week. Just two, two, two R and Bs. Sure, for sure. Uh, I'll make my um, artist of the week. Ari Lennox kind of got back into her her uh, album a little bit. Mm-hmm. Kind of realized I'm 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 missing her new stuff a little bit. She's been chilling a little bit. She said she she said she ain't she said that she was going to do this. She ain't been inspired, but like I do also remember like there was a time before then she was like, "Yo, this next time I'm about to be sexy as fuck." So I almost got like re upset. I was like, "You were working on something, but I guess maybe." She did have some songs that came out. You know what I'm saying? Like she had like Fifty Shades of Choke. She had like a couple other like slower, more sensual songs that like wasn't on Shea Butter Baby, which is I think those are the songs you're talking about. I think she had like three joints on the Dreamville uh, project too. Mm-hmm. So 
she's like she's still fire. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then I ain't saying like her time is up, but R and B game is different. Like, I feel like the R and B you, you can do it, that till you die. Yeah, and you can make a you can make a mark if you your shit if you make your shit like in a good timeless way. It can live on for a little bit. You can get some features here and there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can do your thing. So, you know what I'm saying? Ari Lennox is one of my you know one of my crushes. Even my girl know that. And like her debut album was basically almost a bit damn near immaculate. It was a yeah. great debut album. Um, yeah. it's one of the best debut R&B albums I've heard in a very long time. Um, she definitely going. She going. She carved out enough of a lane with her debut album that she can. She can go dormant for a long time. Yeah, and she want. And she's one of the main faces of R&B right now. And like you said, like when you make a good album, it sticks. Yeah, like she might like. Like she might be able to Lauren Hill this and just yeah. have one album. I really hope not. <laughs> she like her really, debut album was that I, good. I would like, like another one. I really hope not. But yeah, because like shoot, people still like you can still if you look at an RB playlist, you still gonna see like Summer Walker's face on there. Mm-hmm. She didn't drop shit in a minute, mm-hmm. but she's she's great. She, you know, she her last album, Immaculate. Summer Walker's very good. She's very dumb, but she's very good. Very good. I ain't seen her do no dumb shit in a minute, so I'll 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 I'll, I'll, I'll disagree with that for now. You know, since since she had a baby, she's been chilling. I mean, hopefully she ain't feeding the baby the same that dumb shit that she was saying that she was gonna feed a child before she got pregnant. Okay, cool. But I'm sure you know. I'll leave it alone. Like she's she's very dumb, but she's very good. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Color dumb. It's white. Okay. okay. Uh... I mean, shout out to one of the track because like like see, he he produced a lot of her shit on that track on uh, Come Through also. So you know, it's it's like her album, but it's his album too, and they both have a great time together. That's why, like, I don't like. I know you hate the gossipy shit, but I almost do get a little upset when they would like break up and be on and off. Cause I'm just like, okay, I remember how the first tape is good, but it's nowhere near as good as the second one. So I'm like, if they break up, that means he ain't gonna produce for it no more. That means that the music might suffer a little bit. Cause they only getting better. Like even the little the little joint that she dropped like after that thing came out, the joint with her and Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that shit didn't blow up. That was a good time as well. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know what I'm talking about, look at look that shit up. I guarantee you gonna like it. I probably will because I like her music. But... Yeah, and it's like more of an up tempo joint too, which is mm. a little different for her. But um, yeah, and another one I would put is uh, Aaron Ray. I just randomly decided to listen to his shit. Still immaculate, still a great artist. He's one of the ones that are like a little less recognized. That's true. But I'll tell you what, that uh, what was it? What was, what was his name? Um, that album, platinum, platinum, uh, platinum something. I don't know. Fire. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Platinum Fire. It. I feel like there's no better name for for a tape because like that shit is all the way fire, like amazing, amazing music, amazing R and B. Two R and B artists. And just a quick shout, a quick a name out there, Victoria Monet. I don't know if you know who that is. I do. But every time I hear something from her, it just sounds amazing. Her album was good. Yeah, like Jaguar. Even shit before that, like, uh, what was it, uh, Life After Love, part two. I'm about to download the first one just because I keep on listening to more shit. And it, it's, it's great no matter what time it came out. You know what I'm saying? And she got a new single that came out, I think, a few weeks ago called Coasting. Mm-hmm. That shit is immaculate. That shit is a great song. And it's my kind of vibe because I'm a fan of, for the niggas that know music, um, there's a there's a, a, a drum bop that has, you know, Mary Jane Girls all night long, uh, Mary J. Blige all night long. Um, group theory tell me that bop, the '90s bop. It's on. It's, it's it's that same bop, and it's and it's amazing. You talking about that? Um, Stride that. Um, it was the same one that we argued about in the car. You told me I was wrong, but I'm st- I still believe. 
Oh, that similar. was uh, Genevieve, who I almost wanted to mention, but I didn't want to. I was talking about that. Um, I don't want to do too much. Kenny Burke runs to the top. Oh, no. Well, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yes, yes, yeah, it's like that. It's like that. And you tell me that these niggas is different. It sounds very similar to me. They, 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 they are different. They are different. But you know what? It's it's one nation under a groove. You feel me? So, fire, fire music. Victoria Monet. Yo, y'all don't know who we, if y'all like R&B, please tune in to Victoria Monet. I feel like I was just talking about girl because my girl put me on to her. She's one of the artists right now where um she writes for other people. So, and she's right for like some of your greatest, your uh, favorite artists. So she gets money so she can make music that's high quality, even if it's not getting the numbers or whatever. But y'all appreciate her because one day some, some, she's going to make something that clicks and then the, the sound might change because it's going to be label pressure and shit. But every time I hear a song from her, it's, it's always immaculate. She makes great R&B. And mm-hmm. when I say great R&B, not great R&B for this moment, like I feel like great R&B that's going to be. Like you can listen to some of her shit ten years from now, and it's still gonna hit. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like the shit that we like. Mm-hmm. Victoria Monet, Aaron Ray, Ari Lennox. You know what I mean? This might be the first time we've had um like damn near strictly R and B uh artists of the week. I think so. Look at us maturing. I mean, that's I don't know about that, but I mean, I like R and B. I did say when we was gonna uh, do eight battles in the mountain. Like, you gonna have me listening to R and B for a week straight? And <laughs> I was just joking, but I guess it really did happen. <laughs> All them fucking bars, nigga. We want to listen to no more rap for a little bit. I want to take a break. I be, I really be able to take breaks from rap after oh, when we watch a lot of battles. But. Especially that week, I was listening to Griselda, so I was just extra rapidy, rapidy rap. So yeah, let me get into some R and B for a little bit. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think that's an, another episode done. That'll do it, donkey. Yep. So Quan, now that we finished the episode and people are like, they think to themselves, you know what, this guy's pretty cool. I want to hear the dumb shit he says online. Where can they find this said dumb shit? I respect how you gave me a compliment and then <laughs> put my guard down just to insult me. Mm-hmm. I respect it. It was, it, was, it was very crappy, very colorful. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Of course. Unlike your shirt. But um, anyway, you can find me at uh, Saquon D, S-A-Y-Q-U-A-N-D, on um, Facebook, Twitter, IG. Uh, mostly on IG, sometimes on Twitter. I'm never on Facebook. Don't even bother. I, I barely even say my birthday just passed, and I barely even like niggas saying happy birthday to me. You know what I'm saying? But um, but yeah, and you can also find me um linking linking my bio, my beat stars. I'm a producer. Uh, at saquon.beatstars.com. If you need me to spell it, s a y q u a n dot beatstars. The link is in the description. Link will be in the description. You know what I'm saying? Let's get this money together. You know what I'm saying? I got all kind of beats. You know what I'm saying? You like ESTG? I got that. You know what I mean? Little little tiny bit of Summer Walker type shit. You know what I mean? A little bit of drill shit. You know what I'm saying? Just anything. anything whatever you're looking for, I'm pretty sure I got something. And if not, you can work on something. Holla at me. That's cool. That's nice. Buy some beats. Buy beats. Buy beats, nigga. Please. All right, cool. And then um, if you want to find me when I'm not on DEG every Tuesday, or when I'm not at the Odd Fridays every other Friday, the first and the third, sometimes the fifth. You can find me on my social medias, all my, my Twitters and my IG, all everything is all the same. At not bloodbath. Um, I'm gonna put it on the screen so I don't gotta spell it. Um then if you wanna follow the show, keep up with the show's doing. If you wanna recommend some shit for the show, you wanna say something nice about the show, hit us up on our 
the show social medias or those are all the same too at hold it down pod ig twitter you know it's all the same and that's gonna do it you know what i mean like you said hop on him on twitter you know what i'm saying talk to him he talks back you know what i mean talk to him about how his favorite artist christina aguilera and shit you know what I mean? hey bro she was she was a genie in the bottle but hey rubber the right way yeah we we bottled up another great episode of our show I want to thank y'all for tuning in. Um, that was a good segue. I, I ain't going to hate on it. That was, that was a good segue. It is what it is, dog. Uh, sometimes, sometimes you're good and I hate it. <laughs> sometimes you're good. I can't. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I want to thank y'all for tuning in. Um, make sure that you tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell a bitch to tell a hoe. And remember, the South going to hold it down. Pip, pip, dilly do, niggas. <laughs>